Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. going on right now i'm talking with scott from a band called cloak they're from atlanta georgia uh first off welcome to the show man um you're in atlanta right now yep right on man so uh how are you doing today dude how, how's the weather down there i'm assuming probably pretty muggy and warm yeah i was gonna say it's pretty hot here already um you know that's pretty typical for atlanta mm-hmm. and uh we got that tour coming up and we'll be in texas in july so that'll probably be even worse there so <laughs> Wow. A lot of heat. Yeah. Damn, dude. Uh I see you see I see you're wearing old school Sepultura shirt. Uh yeah. have, have you had a chance to see that Cavalera doing a rise beneath an arise tour yet? No, I, my friends were at MDF and they said it was amazing. And I saw footage from it and was pretty jealous. Um we couldn't make MDF because we were on that tour with Acid Witch this last mm-hmm. week. Um but no, I mean it looks it looks sick and I really hope they do a full country tour and come down here. So, you know, you just mentioned it right, right off the bat. You, you were just on tour. You're heading out on another tour. What's it been like, you know, cause there was like that year and a half or so where no tours were happening. What, what's it been like for you to be out there busting your ass on the road again? Um, honestly, it feels like normal. We went, we were one of the first uh, black or death metal bands to really go back out and do a full tour in October, November of 21. Yeah. And it kind of just felt like nothing really changed. You know, the crowds were a little thinner here and there. 
And I think some of that had to do with just promotion and hitting certain cities around Halloween. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but, uh, no, I mean, for the most part, it's, it's felt normal. Um, you know, most cities are, are coming out like they used to be and, uh, yeah, not, not too much has changed. So it's good to get back out there for sure. And I feel like this year is definitely the year that it's really opening back up and festivals are happening. Yeah. Um, more tours are happening. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So I kind of buried the lead here. You guys are going to be playing Northwest Terror Fest, uh, July 2nd, actually at Numo's Barboza. You guys are going to be, uh, out on tour with Bewitcher, both bands. You guys are going to be playing Northwest Terror Fest. After a couple years of away being away during the pan, for the pandemic, Northwest Terror Fest is back. So I'm stoked to see you guys. It, I'm assuming how many times have you been to the Northwest as a band? Uh, honestly, as Cloak, only only once. I've been there with a couple other bands, but yes, yeah, uh, Cloak. We've only been there once when we did a tour with Uada and awesome. Wormwitch, our, uh, April of 2019. And so we've actually played Portland and Seattle once. Um, we've hit uh, Northern California twice, but we've only made it up to Pacific Northwest one time. So it'll be cool to get back there. Absolutely, man. And you guys are going to be a part of Northwest Tire Fest. So, you know, we kind of chatted a little bit about like Maryland Death Fest, you know, your friends went. And um, so I'm curious as a band, you know, I'm not a musician. I'm just a show goer. I'm a fest goer. Um, mm-hmm. As a band, do you approach playing a fest any different than you would like a, a headlining or supporting show on your own? Not really. Um, it's, it's especially on a tour because that'll be the same set that we do every night on tour. But say if we were to play psycho Vegas and that is just a festival date, then we might kind of rearrange the set to be a little bit differently depending on set times and all that. But um, no, I mean, it's, it's typically the same. Uh, we give it, we give it our all every night, small show or big show. So um, there's usually a little more energy in the air at festivals and people are kind of hungry for it. Um, but at the same time, depending on the slot, they could be kind of tired to just seeing music all day. And we are, I think we're headlining the Barbosa stage. Uh, uh, whatever. I think we're, let's see, playing on the second, I believe. So mm-hmm. we're, um, yeah, so that will be we'll be playing last, I believe. So it'll be cool for sure. Uh, so so as part of um, just a, kind of a a highlight of it is Barboza is is uh, is downstairs and it's a little bit more of an intimate setting. So it's going to be really cool because Numos is like the main stage and and it's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but Barboza, you know, there's something special about that. You know, the, when the weekend people get their beers flowing. And uh, when you get to see, you know, a band like you guys downstairs in that intimate setting, it's going to be really special. Cool. Yeah. It's good to hear. I I was looking up pictures of the venue and I couldn't really get a read. It definitely looks like a, a little more of a smaller room, but not in a bad way. It'll, it'll definitely be packed out. I would assume. Absolutely, man. So, you know, um, as, as a show goer, as, as a metalhead growing up, um, you know, have you been able to go to festivals just on your own, like not playing? Yeah, I've been to MBF twice. Um, I went to Psycho, but we played the year that we went. Um, yeah, I've been to, to a handful, but a lot of the times it was it was because we were playing. Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely been to a few. And uh, they're, they're cool, for sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely a different atmosphere. And I don't really know which one I enjoy playing more because when it's a tour or, or, you know, your own show, 
it's definitely a different feeling than being a part of a festival, which seems like a bit of a sampler sometimes, which can be a good thing because we've definitely gained fans playing fests before um, because it is a sampler. Exactly. You know, they'd be like, Oh, I haven't heard that band. And that was really cool. So it's, it's definitely a good thing. And I think it's, it's necessary to do. Awesome, man. Well, um, you know, so you, you mentioned how you guys were one of the first kind of underground black and death metal bands and, underground bands to to go out and really do a full tour but during that time uh a few months you know maybe the year or so that you couldn't um how did you guys stay sane and, and how did you guys stay busy well we were we worked on an album probably like every other band during that yeah. time um we so burning dawn just came out in october of 19 and then 20 hit we thought we were yeah. going to be doing a ton of touring on that and obviously we didn't so we just wrote, um, and the album's done. It's, it's being mixed and mastered right now. It was a bit of a longer process than we thought it was going to be, but, um, yeah, it's, I'm really, really excited to kind of get that out. It's going to take a bit, probably, it probably won't be released until earlier next year, just because the plants, uh, the okay. pressing plants are insanely backed up and we, yeah, just in, just a various amount of reasons that it'll probably be early next year you know we didn't want to do another fall release for some reason it just mm -hmm. we wanted to try to go you know early early in the year but uh yeah that's what we did we just took our time and we had a lot of time and um i think it shows it's extremely detail oriented and um yeah i think it'll shine through for sure that's awesome so did, was that ever a problem where you had too much time and you were just like T t t uh you know maybe like tink uh tinkering with it where you know it, like second guessing it because you had so much time to work on it was that ever an issue yeah yeah i would say so i mean i'm i definitely tinker with because like i said this is a studio room where the yeah where demo a lot and it's so i have full access to the to the recorded demos all the time and <laughs> um but it's also kind of cool to be able to to just like really hone in on it and say you know i think this part needs to change or that part needs to change but yeah i'm definitely the one in the band to second guess pretty much everything so it it was a little tough at times but it, it never really felt like oh we have too much time to work on this sure. on this it was it was more like uh i just want to get this out and mm -hmm. and you know put it out and get it out into the world because i feel like it's our best material awesome man well i'm looking forward to it you know you you, you mentioned you know, 2023 probably. So, you know, I'll keep my, I'm sure I'll be hearing about it from season to miss and everything. So, yeah. um, as far as, uh, what got you into underground, because, you know, some people do, I, I apparently, but I, I didn't grow up with, you know, uh, you know, a freaking, you know, Bathory CD right next to me, you know, what, what got you into the underground? Uh, AFI. <laughs> me too. I love really? that band. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love their, uh, I say this in, in a lot of interviews recently cause it's come up a lot, but they're, I mean, they're one of my all time favorite bands and I like yeah. all of their material. Um, I know that's kind of taboo to say, and a lot of people stopped after art of drowning, but I, I just, I don't know. I love sing the sorrow and December mm -hmm. underground and burials. I love it all. Um, but yeah, I have black sales and art of drowning when I was in sixth or seventh grade, uh, really, got me into punk. Um, I was definitely in a punk before metal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, besides hearing when I was, you know, before that I was hearing Metallica and corn and, and, and stuff like that on the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, but what really got me 
to answer your question into the underground was were bands like AFI at the drive-in, yeah. uh, no effects. Um, you know, I was a young kid, so that was what was presented to me at the time. So do you have a nightmare before Christmas tattoo? No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Uh, do you? I do not. I do not, but I do have still have the ticket stub. I went and saw, it was my, one of my first like big shows I went to. It's $10. It was AFI thrice on their first tour. It's been called No Motive and this band called Himsa. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. my first show ever was uh, the Sing the Sorrow tour. In, awesome. Uh, April, it was, uh, I want to say, May of 2003. And amazing. I mean, yep. it was classic line, uh, classic just look of theirs and, and the feel of the show. I mean, I was so young and it was such an impactful moment. With everyone reenacting the leaving song, hardcore dancing with the... <laughs> the bandanas um, around their face i don't know we'd have to ask uh i was so young but my drummer sean was at the show yeah and he's four years older than me and he was kind of more into the hardcore scene mm-hmm. um, you know i was 13 and he was 17 so he would sure. he would remember that stuff probably more i just remember i was so small we were sitting on mm-hmm. the there's like steps to the venue to come in and i the only way i was able to see was standing on the steps and uh, so he was probably, um, no, actually, you know what? He, he regrets it to this day. He left before they played. I think he, oh. it was some weird story that he had where he had to leave. But uh, yeah, no, that's funny though. I don't, I don't really remember. I don't think it was like that. I think people were just so enamored by the show that it was just kind of normal, you know, normal moshing and, and all yeah. that stuff. It wasn't really, I don't remember it being like this extreme hardcore crowd. It was goth kids and punk mm-hmm. kids and ho- hardcore kids all mixed into one and metal kids. Cause that's, that's sort of what they attracted was everything at that time. You know, they were all a part of the despair faction. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting nerdy here with AFI lore. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Never thought we'd go down this, uh, this, this road, but I like it, man. It's yeah. I mean, that, that was just, that I feel like they were sort of the, the kings of the underground at the time. And like, oh, I absolutely. Said, I was so young. That was just, it was like, that was the band to, to get into. And um, yeah, I didn't, you know, like you said, I didn't start off listening to Bathory or Morbid Angel or anything like that stuff. You know, that stuff took time and grew on me. But the thing is with a band like AFI. So, you know, just to go a little bit deeper with this is they're a band that, you know, if you were to, listen to their influences you could go either way you could go into the hardcore world you can go into the punk world you could go into the depeche mode or sisters of mercy world yeah absolutely there's so many different ways and they represent through the different t-shirts they wear the bands they thank you know the bands they cover with misfits and you know all that stuff so yeah i mean they're perfect that's how how i got into the misfits through Mm -hmm. them and then that got me into 80s hardcore and so on and so on um but yeah like you said i mean um, I know Jade, the guitarist, listened to a ton of black metal when he wrote Art of Drowning. I was reading an article and he was oh, listening. That's cool. Yeah. I was actually really surprised. He was listening to like really good, ba- I mean, Dark Throne and uh, Windeer and um, Old Cradle Filth, just tons of stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. oh, sh- that makes sense for sure. It's dark. Yeah. Awesome, man. That's cool. I didn't know that. I'll have to check out that article. Yeah. Um. So, so you know, just I could, you know tell you all about the seattle northwest you know metal scene and stuff but i'm always curious about different scenes and stuff so being in atlanta um what what's the metal and and uh underground scene like there and and what are a couple bands that we should check out uh it's really good here honestly a lot of people are surprised when i say that but when they come through they're like oh 
that show is really, really well attended. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a really cool following here and we, we always have been supported. Um, you know, great package tours come through here. They usually kind of stop here and don't really go down to Florida sometimes. So, uh, kind of sucks to be below us sometimes, but, um, you know, sometimes tours will not come here either. And that's kind of the consequence of being in the, in the South sometimes, but, uh, bands to check out. I mean, sadistic ritual just put out a record. They're really good. Uh, it's thrash, but it's definitely something else too. It's really hard to describe. There's there, they do their own thing. Um, those are close friends of ours. Uh, Vimeer just put out a record. They're pure black metal. Um, let's see. Those are always the two main ones that I name. Um, you know, there's tons of other bands, but th those, yeah, those bands I really like. A uh, band close to us that's not in Atlanta, but there's a member from Sadistic Ritual and the band is Ectovoid. And they're a really, really good death metal band from Birmingham, Alabama. So they come here and play a lot. Awesome, man. Yeah. Right on, dude. I'll have to check out some of those names, man. Yeah, you should. Yeah, they're really good. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I'm not going to take up your whole day here, but I am curious. A question I like to ask sometimes is, you know, we, we've talked about a variety of different bands here and stuff. And doing being that I host a radio show, uh, if you were given a radio show, totally open template, what's a few bands that you would make sure you have to to play for the listeners? Ooh, um, new or old. It doesn't matter, man. Totally open format. Um, and that's a hard one. I guess uh, some bands that I really like that I feel go unnoticed sometimes are Veninum from Germany, um, Tafos from the Netherlands, I think, or uh, Denmark, maybe. Uh, those are both death metal bands that are doing something pretty different from the norm that I really like. Um, and older bands, I don't know. I would play albums like Headless Cross from Black Sabbath. I feel like yeah. that's an underrated album that I really, really like. Uh, you don't hear that one being mentioned very often. No, and it's it's right now, it's my favorite Sabbath album for the past couple of years. Um, you know, I love the Dio stuff, but the Tony Martin stuff almost falls into that same range. But that album is super dark. And it's almost got that gothic undertone of the, the synthesizers and all of that. So I really like that. Um, Man, uh, bands like there's so many to to choose from, but yeah, I mean, it probably the stuff that I feel goes a little bit unnoticed. Um, I'm sure there's other ones, but there's just so many to choose from. I had I had one that I was thinking of that I forgot. I don't know bands like Sam Hain. You know, the yeah. middle the middle catalog of Danzig, which I feel like is just as good as Misfits or, or Danzig, the band. Um, yeah, I mean, the bands like that definitely influenced me and, and Cloak as a whole. Okay, well, you brought up Danzig, so I have to ask as a, you know, someone who probably loves Danzig as well. I'm a Danzig lover. Me too, yeah. Favorite Danzig album? Uh, I would, it's, it's really hard for me to say, but I would say three objectively is their best. Yeah. Um, which I might agree with, but... One has a really cool place in my heart because that was the first one that, that I ever heard. Yeah. And I just would play it all the time, getting ready for school back in high school. And it just has a certain, when I put it on, I just, it has this like cold wintry feeling to me because I always listen to it in the mornings, you know, when it was probably winter. Totally. Um, 
Yeah, I would probably say three though. It's but it's I mean two rules too, and yeah, and four is fantastic. So it's hard for me to say, but I'll go with three. No one ever says five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not really a fan of much past four to be honest. Fair enough. What about you? Uh, you know, I think two or three. Uh, that's a toss up. One, yeah. but like, I mean, like you mentioned, one is what got me into it. You know, I heard Mother yeah. on the radio. You saw the video, got the yeah. CD. But two or three, man, and and two is really, really good. I think it's it might hard. be two. I think it yeah. might be two for the. I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, yeah. Devil Plays. I just we we went and saw them, and they did awesome. so much off of two. It was yeah, two or three weeks ago, and it was incredible. Where'd you see them in Atlanta? Uh, in Atlanta, yeah, they came here and Necrofire opened, and those dudes stayed at my house. That's um, so cool. They were telling me about the tour, but yeah, he did so much off of two, and it was. I say this every time I, I see him and it was the fourth time I've seen him, but I think that was the best time. He nice. sounded really good. Yeah. And he did just so many good classics. That's awesome, man. Our love of AFI and Danzig is shining through, man. We're going to have to bro down at um, Northwest Terror Fest. Yeah, I'll, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll try and find an old school AFI t-shirt I can gift you. Oh, cool. That, that'd be much appreciated. What size uh, do you wear? Uh, I'm a medium, but I can make, you know, largest work. All right. I'll look, I'll take a look and see if I got something for you, dude. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and you know, that's, you know, that's a good gift because I could probably sell that on Depop for yeah, $300. <laughs> I had so many cool old AFI shirts from hot topic in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what happened to them. I had so many good ones though. Yeah, me too. I had one that just said a fire inside with a yeah. little, with a, with a Raven. Yeah, yep. I remember that one. Yep. Right on, man. Okay, so my last question for you, dude, a little bit uh, uh, off the radar question, kind of weird, but I ask every every person I talk to about this. Show us if you can, but if not, just tell us a story. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Um, well, I have two funny ones. So that's a little one right there. And because okay. I had a mole that was too big and I kept cutting it when I was shaving. Oh. So they had to cut the mole off of my body. And my friends okay. were so mad because they're like, that was your signature mole. That was your um, lemmy mole, man. Yeah. So that one's not that cool, but I have, I have a little scar there. Oh yeah. Um, and it's from skateboarding. I yep. was pretty young and uh, I had a rail out in front of my parents cul-de-sac and I was grinding the rail and the rail flipped over and it had these, metal you know support legs and it flipped and i i just i like landed right on it i it it actually kind of it hit a bunch of spots it's like a scar here it really wasn't that bad but it left a lifetime scar and i think it was because i had a hoodie on but it it Mm. just kind of cut through the hoodie so if i didn't have the hoodie on it'd probably be a lot deeper might have needed stitches but those are the two i can think of skateboarding in those elbows man back when i would skate a lot i i always had what i called swell bows they were always swollen. yeah yeah yep. get get those after tattoos too on your elbow they call it the swell bow. but yeah it's yeah i don't i don't really have luckily i've never broken a bone i i don't have that many battle scars uh, i know it's not that cool to say but yeah i never rode motorcycles so i never really fell that way and just just skateboarding mainly i hear you man well Let's keep it that way. Knock on wood. And yeah. uh, all right, man. So again, July 2nd, and uh, you can go see this band, Cloak. You can go see all of Northwest Terror Fest. Tickets available now. And uh, Numos at Barboza. 
And again, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I'll see you at uh, Northwest Terror Fest. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, come up and say hi for sure. Right on. I'll talk to you then. Dude. Cool. Thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.